Hey guys, welcome back. This is Aaron B's coming to you live from Las Vegas. I don't know why, but there is always some component of my intro that I just have to sing. I don't know, but there you go. I hope that brought you a little bit of joy. Anyways, I'm really excited about this episode today for a number of reasons. One, I'm using my new microphone, so you'll have to let me know if you like the sound, if you're feeling the vibe, if you notice a difference, and if not, that's cool too. But two, I've actually been wanting to talk to you guys more about the the seven authorities and, and really diving in deeper when it comes to human design so that you can start learning the different layers of the onions, onions of the onion. I feel like human design is something that has these layers that are really, really complicated when you're looking at it as a whole. And so my goal here with podcasts or really with any content that I put out when it comes to human design is for you to understand it in small chunks. So we're peeling back some of the layers um, and I will tell you, like, if you have not had your human design reading, you should do it. One, you can get your chart for free. That's cool. Uh, if you are feeling drawn to work with me, I would love to have you. I would love to work together. I would love to help you just decipher this beautiful energetic blueprint that we have all been blessed with. There's nothing more powerful than being in alignment with yourself and understanding that you don't have to do things the way other people do things. And that when you finally embrace who you are and you stand in your authenticity and you unapologetically say, this is who I am and this is how I'm, one, meant to be, make decisions, but two, now I know what my purpose is. There's something really, really powerful about that. So call that a mission statement, call that what you will, um, but that's what that's my goal here. So I would love to work with you on that specifically because for a very long time, I would have moments of clarity and then I would have moments of being lost. And it really wasn't until I discovered human design again <laughs> um, at the beginning of this year and I things just clicked. And through my journey and my understanding of my own chart, I've been blessed to create this business that has helped so many people have these light bulb moments and create healthy boundaries and understand themselves and make aligned decisions. And every single day, I have some kind of a conversation with one or more of my incredible customers that that it's a conversation, just like what we're talking about. So I am so grateful. And if, if you, all of this sounds really amazing to you, you can click the link in the show notes. You can click the link in any of my social media bios, grab your $49 human design chart and watch for a message from me, grabbing your birth info. And then you're going to get an eight to 10 page report with a video attached to it that is all about you and the magic of you. And it's just really special. So enough of that. <laughs> let's talk about, let's talk about the seven authorities. So if you have not listened to my podcast on the four strategies, I highly suggest for you to pause this right now and go back and listen to that first. And the reason that I say that is because when it comes to making aligned decisions, the two most important pieces that you can use when it comes or have or integrate or whatever you, however you want to call that with human design is your strategy and your authority. Your strategy is designed 
to almost ask questions. Should I be spending my time, energy, and my magic in this area? And that's what your strategy is. And if if you have not listened to that part, I want you to go back and I want you to listen to that first and then come back to the authority. Because the strategy is the, the asking of the questions that you need in order for the authority to help you make the right decision that's for you. I hope that makes sense to you. So if that's the case, if you have not listened to the strategy, I want you to pause this, go back and listen to that, and then come back to this because this is kind of a part two, if you will. So the authority is how you answer that question. And there are seven different authorities that we all have. You have one strategy, you have one authority. So you have a question and answer system that is built in, energetically aligned with you and where the planets were lined up from the second you were born, the location you were born. And and it is a beautiful thing. We have been taught, and you guys probably have heard me talk about this a lot, but we've been taught to make decisions out of logic. Well, this makes sense. And it doesn't make any sense because we all have this energetic blueprint within ourselves that's guiding us on our journey. And so it's really important that if you are new to human design, that the first place that you start is with your strategy and your authority. I'll use myself as an example. I am an emotional generator. So that means as a generator, my strategy is to wait to respond. So just because I have all kinds of crazy or what feel crazy sometimes um, ideas, it doesn't mean that that is the time to immediately implement them. So what I've learned, and if you're a generator, if you're a creative person and you are like, oh my gosh, I feel like she's talking to me, what I need you to know is a creative hack. And it's very simple. In my phone, I have in my notes app, an ideas folder. Within that folder, when I get these ideas, whether it's 2 a.m. or in the shower or in the middle of recording a podcast or whatever, instead of pouring myself into that idea right now, right off the bat, what I will do is write the idea down in this section, in this safe place that's not notes that are written on my desk or somewhere else where it's going to get lost. It's in its safe place. And then I wait to respond. So it's an idea that I have. And then I'm waiting for somebody, something to kind of show itself to tell me it's time to bring that thing to fruition. And sometimes that that hasn't that doesn't happen. Sometimes it's just an idea and maybe it's going to take years, years from now or whatnot. Sorry if you can hear my cat crying. I have my door closed in my room and she thinks that she needs to be all up in this business. So thank you for your grace. Okay, Stormy, we hear you. Anyways, so I'll write it down. And I wait for something to respond to, a message, somebody that says, and you guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but when I when I was thinking about starting this podcast, I had a lot, I had to deal with a lot of kind of imposter syndrome, or I didn't feel like I had enough followers for that. Um, and by the way, if that's you, that's why you start the podcast, is to develop your people, your community. So if that's you, just stop it. But that was me. So I get it. So 
it wasn't until I had multiple people that said, oh my gosh, Aaron, you should really start a podcast. I bet you have a lot of stories and, and things. And I do. But at the time I was just like, well, I'm just me. And it, there was a lot of inner work that needed to be done to understand that we all have value. We all have value. And so waiting for that, that I want to say a stimulus, it's not really a stimulus, but waiting for something to respond to really helped me to create my podcast. And when I look back at that time, we're in season three now, but when I look back at that time, things make sense. I was responding to something rather than me kind of doing what a manifester does, which is to inform. So rather than me saying, this is what I'm doing, this is where I'm going, which is not authentic for me, I was waiting to respond. And then with that, my authority is the solar plexus, which which are emotions. So in that moment where I was thinking about starting a podcast and, you know, um, that whole, well, who are you to kind of start a podcast? Like, you know what I mean? We all think like that. And I'm just going to be super honest with you, but please knock it off because you are meant to, if you feel called to do some of this stuff and to share some of these stories and, and things and lessons that you have, you know, that you've been through and your hardships and stuff like that, then do it. So I'll talk a little bit more about the solar plexus because we're going to go through all seven. This is probably going to be a little bit of a lengthy podcast, but I want to make sure that I'm peeling back some of these layers of the onions for you guys or onion for you guys. <laughs> I always make that plural. I don't know why. Anyways, um, I had to work through the emotions in order to make the right decision. So there was kind of an initial, oh, you want me to start a podcast? What are you talking about? And then there was a Maybe I should start a podcast. And then it was like, I had to wait to kind of work through all of the emotions and all of the conditioning and all of the stuff that we've been through in order to get to that kind of calm water to make the decision. That will make a little bit more sense to you here in a second. So, but that is an example of how you use your strategy and how you use your authority. And everybody's going to have a little bit different combination. So this isn't like a cookie cutter thing. I, I see so many influencers and people teaching courses and different things. And I myself have done it in the past. And, you know, people are not cookie cutters. We are all very unique. We all have a different incarnation cross, which is how you figure out your purpose. We all have a different chart. So the system can't be the same. So take this information with you moving forward and use it in the way that feels right for you. And if you have questions about that, of course, you can reach out. All right. So let's talk about the seven authorities. All right. The first one I'm going to talk about, I'm going to give you all seven, and then I'm going to go through each of them individually. We have the sacral authority, the solar plexus, the splenic authority. I don't know why I have to say it like that, but I do. The ego, the G center, mental authority, and lunar authority. So I'm going to start with sacral. Sacral is when you look at your human design chart, it's the sacral center. And the sacral center literally is going to give you answers within your body, your gut, your stomach, anywhere around that area. The cool thing about sacral authorities is they are an instant yes or no. It's instant for you guys, which is like so cool. And I'm going to be really honest. There's a part of me that's a little bit jealous because being uh, being a solar plexus, an emotional authority, the more time that I have to make big decisions, the better off I am. So I don't have that same ability to make 
the instant instant decisions like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, yep, that sounds good. Um, and I'm definitely oversimplifying it because it's a little bit different for everybody, but it's a very, very quick response. So it's really important that you tune into how your body is communicating with you when it comes to yes or no's. You're also going to hear uh, some people within human design say that if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. <laughs> I'm sure that you can think of a couple things. If, if you're a sacral authority, you can probably think of a couple times where your body was like, absolutely, yes, and you got really excited and probably vice versa. That's a very good example of this. The other thing I was um, actually teaching about this sacral, uh, sacral center in my Facebook community, and again, you can click the link in the show notes and you can join it. It's free. I do classes once or twice a month and interact and, oh, it's awesome. Anyways, I was doing a class last night, depending on when you're listening to this, and sometimes people don't feel the sacral center in their gut. Sometimes it might feel more like they get a little bit smaller or they contract. Sometimes it might feel like a yes is you're expanding energetically. You're getting bigger. You're getting excited. Think about the last time you got excited about something, especially if you're a sacral authority. You probably sat up a little bit. You got a little bit bigger with your, your energy. Your posture changed. You know, Maybe your voice got a little bit louder. These are all kind of cues to pay attention to if you are a sacral authority person. The other thing is pay attention to your energy levels. Sometimes maybe you're not going to experience, you know, the contraction or the expansion, or you might not feel anything in your gut, but you can definitely feel whether you are energized by the thought of making a certain decision or you're drained by it. Pay attention to that because your energy is very, very important. We all know that everything in this world is energy. And so if you're finding that you're drained around making a decision, chances are that might be a hell no. Like, no, we shouldn't be doing that. You know? So think about that. Um, the sacral center is a motor center, which means it produces energy. And so the excitement and the energy really do lead the way, especially in this authority. This is typically, the sacral authority is typically found with generators and manifesting generators. Okay, let's move on to the solar plexus. And this is an emotional authority. So like I was saying earlier, you're going to have to take time if you are somebody that has this solar plexus as your authority to work through all of the emotions without hiding from them. Let's just be honest. Emotions are not a fun thing. I don't know anybody that might think, oh, well, emotions, like that's a hobby for me. No, emotions are are not always fun. Sometimes they're pretty dark. Sometimes they're really lonely. Sometimes they are really difficult to get past. And with a solar plexus authority, you've got to ride the emotional wave to find the calmer waters. I think that that is probably one of the most challenging things, especially for me, is when I am really excited, I want to go all in and say yes to all of the things. I want to collaborate with everybody. I want to do all of the things. Yes, I'm committed. Let's go. But then it's like I've committed to all this stuff and the energy starts to leave my body because I'm in a regenerating phase and I'm looking at all the things that I committed to 
And I, I mean, I can feel it drain out of my body. And so with a solar plexus authority, with an emotional authority, it's very important that you're not making decisions when your emotions are really high. Also, when they're not really low, when you're having a low energy day, when you're, you know, you have a sinking spell, or if you are battling depression, or you're, you have anxiety, or you have kind of any of these, um, I don't want to say, well, I'm going to say challenging emotions that are really difficult to work through. And some of it is chemical, and some of it is energetic, and some of it is kind of a combination of all of the things. When you are, are in that place, in that low emotional space, however you want to define that for you, that's not when you should be making decisions. You've got to kind of ride through the, the highs and the lows to get to the calm water. And that's where, that's where you want to make decisions. And an example of this is when I was really trying to figure out how to leave my MLM company after a long, long time in the industry, you know, there were moments where I was euphoric at the idea of starting something new and just stepping into something new. But then there were other times where I was really scared and I was really having some, some dark emotions around it because I had done it for so long, you know, and, you know, what if I didn't make it and what if it didn't work and all of these kind of, you know, self-doubt and all of that stuff. And what I learned was I had to wait and work through without hiding from the emotions and just allow myself to really kind of step into those emotions fully, honor them, listen to them, work through them. And because of that and the time frame that I allowed to pass in all of that work, I gained clarity in the calm water. And it was like one day I literally got in the shower and I was like, how am I going to do this? Because I was so confused and there were so many options. I didn't know where to start. And it was like, I was in the shower, I was washing my hair and I literally had this plan that just started to flow out of me. So I got out of the shower, I wrote it all down and I had, a, I basically had my exit strategy for leaving. And that sounds really shady. There was nothing shady about it. I let the people know that I needed to know that I needed them to know that I was going to be leaving and what I was doing that no, I was not going to another MLM. And it all just kind of flowed out of me. And there was, there wasn't necessarily emotions attached to it. It wasn't super high. I wasn't super low. It was very calm. It was very, very clear. And so I think that's a perfect example of somebody that is using that solar plexus emotional authority. You're never going to feel a hundred percent about decisions if this is you. So, um, and that's okay. That's how you're designed to work. You really want to, uh, in your decision-making, you really want to shoot for about 80% certainty because that is your body's 100%. I hope that makes sense. Uh, sometimes when we have some hesitation as a solar plexus authority, that could be coming from that low wave of emotions during the decision-making process. So you might hesitate, you might have some self-doubt, uh, you might think, oh, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't think this is going to work or, or whatever. That could be just coming from that low wave of emotions. So it's really important that you have some awareness around how you operate emotionally, what you're feeling. And instead of kind of sweeping it under the rug, which I know that there's a lot of people that do, I've done that in the past too, because 
sometimes they're really uncomfortable, really have the courage to face these emotions and these feelings dead on. Because once you work through that and you allow yourself the time and the space, you're going to come, especially with big decisions, you're going to come to that moment of clarity. So just know that. Okay. Be very confident in your decisions once you've made them, especially when you reach that kind of 80% certainty. You're always going to have a little bit of a, oh, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm making the right decision. But if you're 80% certain, roughly, how are you going to measure that? You're going to have to figure that out. Um, that is your sign to make the decision and to be confident in it. And, you know, here's a cool thing. Here's a cool thing. The other day I was... Uh, the kids went back to school. <laughs> it has been a very stressful week with, with specifically picking it up. We're talking about a two-mile radius. It takes me over an hour. Um, I'm having to make multiple trips because of traffic and all kinds of craziness. Everybody's adjusting to being back in school. They're using the same systems they were last year with a quarter of the students actually attending in person. And it has been Oh, I'm anxious now just sharing this with you guys because it has been really, really difficult. And the other day, Gavin was asking to have a play date with one of his friends. And it was kind of in the peak of my frustration. I'd picked him up, which was good. I was going to pick up Mia, but I was still really frustrated, which is my not self theme, right? And so we were talking and obviously I talked to the kids about human design and literally anybody that I can because it's been so beneficial for me that I want everybody to feel aligned as much as possible. And so I looked at him and I said, uh, Gavin, I don't, I don't think now is a good time for us to be really talking about this because uh, I'm really frustrated right now. And he said, oh, right, because we don't make decisions when we're super emotional about anything because Gavin is also a solar plexus authority. So he gets it. And I'm training him and teaching him, training him, that sounds terrible, but teaching him to really be empowered in his strategy and authority. So if a seven-year-old can definitely learn that, we can all learn it, right? So I thought that was a cool moment, a, a teaching moment where he gets it. And I think that's really special. We're going to take a break really quickly. But before I do, if you're a solar plexus emotional authority, I need you to give yourself permission to feel all of the things. I need you to wait for the calm waters. I need you to wait for that clarity, and then I need you to confidently make the decision, take the right action, and step into the next decision, and really kind of celebrate the fact that you made the decision, because for a solar plexus authority, knowing that we have to take a lot of time to make these really big decisions, when you make a decision, that needs to be celebrated. So hang tight. We're going to take a break, and I'll be right back. All right, welcome back. We're going to step into the splenic authority. And the spleen specifically is all about fear. It is um, the fear of survival and the different things, you know, back in, I don't know, the caveman days. I'm probably not using the right terminology, but you get what I'm saying. And in those days, there were things, you know, decisions that had to be made that were really about survival. Where were we going to get food? Where were we, you know, all of those things. So just know that the 
the spleen is really all about fear. Fear is the main communicator here that really needs to be processed. So coming, you know, is it coming from the fear of the unknown? Is it coming from uh, the idea that an action might not be in alignment with your values and who you are? Is it a kind of nervous excitement? There's a little bit of processing that needs to happen here. And that is so that you can really start to tune into your intuition, which is really also what the, the spleen is about. Um, this can show up really fast. It can come on very strong at times. Um, I always, and this is a very extreme version, but we talk about women's intuition. And let's say that we're we're walking down the street and it's nighttime. Please don't do that. It, by the way, it like always be with somebody else. But let's just say that hypothetically you are walking down a street. It's nighttime and you're passing by an alleyway and you look down the alleyway and you're like, well, it's a shortcut. I could do this. Or I could do that. But it's super dark and your skin starts to crawl and you feel really uncomfortable like you want to run the other direction. That is a great example of how a splenic authority can show up and fast and come on really strong. And it's really about surviving. You're, you're, something in your body is telling you, hey, this isn't safe. This is not right for you. And yes, we all have that, that intuition. This is just kind of an example that I'm using specifically for a splenic authority. It can come on strong. And it's because, you know, something isn't safe or right for you. It's It can also be very subtle at times, but like the sacral authority, it's it's instant. So really pay attention. Tune into what discomfort around, around your fears feels like within your body. It's going to be very different than when you have kind of a nervous, excited type energy. Um, or, it, and I should say, it's going to be very different than when something doesn't feel safe or it doesn't feel right for you. And let me emphasize right for you. Just because other people are doing something doesn't mean that it's the right decision for you. Okay. For example, if you're feeling excited, but you're a little bit nervous, consider that most cases a yes. And you should absolutely push through because, you know, the that could be kind of the unknown, like what is to come from this? I know that I'm supposed to do this, but I don't know what's going to happen. It's time to push through your intuition. It's guiding you. Your splenic authority is literally going, let's do this thing. So if you're excited but nervous, that's okay. That might be a sign for you that that is a yes. If you're excited but scared, and please know there's a very clear difference between being nervous and being scared. Very different. That scared feeling with the excitement could be a no for you. Maybe it's, hey, you need to go the opposite direction of that. If you're feeling nervous or uneasy or you just have that ugh feeling, consider that a hard pass. That's a no thank you. That's a swipe left. That's a next. I don't think so. You know, logic with this authority specifically is really not going to be your friend. And in fact, we've, and I will talk about this until I'm blue in the face. We as people have been taught to make decisions with logic and it's steering us in the wrong direction. We really need to tap into using our strategy and our authority to make the decisions that are right for us, not what makes sense to other people. Come on, somebody. Y'all hear me? Okay, good. All right. So that is the, that's the splenic authority. 
one of my favorite things about the the splenic authority, by the way, or the the spleen center, if you will, is gate 57. And gate 57 is the psychic, what they call the psychic gate, where you just kind of know things. They don't logically, quote unquote, logically make sense. You just kind of know things. And I, I am obsessed with it. I don't have that in my chart, but as I'm doing human design charts and I'm going through everybody's stuff and I'm like, ooh, they have gate 57. I think that when you start to really dive into human design, you kind of have your favorite things. And gate 57 in the spleen center is just, it's just one of mine. I am obsessed with it. I think it is super magical. Anyways, I digress. All right, let's talk about the, the ego center. The ego center is the, uh, or the ego authority, there it is, is the, the heart center on your uh, human design chart. And it's a motor center. So energetically, you're going to feel this response as well. Typically, the ego authority only is present in manifestors and projectors. And by the way, if you're a projector, I'm just going to say it now. You're my favorite. I think projectors are so magical. Y'all can organize some things. You're sitting back in the cut, like waiting to make things better. You can see how to, you just have this beautiful ability to make things better. And I think that's cool. So if you're a projector, just know you have a special place in my heart. Anyways, <laughs> um, an ego authority is one of the rarest of all the authorities. Um, you are going to, when in alignment, you use willpower to make the right decisions. So the ego center, the heart center is really all about willpower. And what's cool is, you know, I think it, I think it's like 66% of people wake up without feeling motivated. They need people, places, or thing to kind of get them going in the morning and aligned and, and working and whatever your day looks like. Whereas the other percentage of people probably have a defined heart center, meaning, and specific gates within the heart center, I should also say, that really help them on their own find the willpower to do the things that they want to do. And I think that that is really, really special. So with this authority, it's, it's really about willpower. Your willpower and how it shows up is really your guide to make the right decisions. Um, recognizing what you say and do when you're not thinking. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but again, that's another example of not using logic to make decisions. So when you are saying and doing things and almost kind of like on autopilot, that is when you know, okay, this is my willpower coming through. This is me doing what I do without thinking because it is ingrained in who I am and how I'm meant to operate. So think about that with decisions. Apply that to making decisions. What are some things that you do or what are some things that you say that are going to help you with identifying the direction your willpower is taking you? If you if you're like feeling really really excited about doing something, that's probably a good indicator that you're in the right direction. If you're kind of like, I have no motivation to do this, mm, sis, probably shouldn't be doing it. Probably trying to, to, to steer yourself in a different direction. So start paying attention specifically to your drive, to your willpower, to those types of, of motivating factors that you experience around a decision. 
And if you're, uh, if you're a manifester with an ego authority, you want to make sure that you are speaking because a, a manifester's strategy is to inform. So you are meant to say, this is what I'm doing. This is where I'm going. So as you're speaking and, and, and expressing what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to express, you're supposed to, to inform. That's what we need you to do, manifestors. You want to pay attention that you're not trying to control the outcome or using it to manipulate because of fears. You have to just speak it and almost kind of listen at the same time. Uh, because if you can listen to what you are saying, and I know this sounds really crazy because it's literally the opposite of what we've been taught growing up. But if you can listen to what comes out of your mouth without judgment, you will know what is right for you. You will make aligned decisions. So speak, allow yourself to speak on the things that, you know, you're called to speak on, but also listen because you're going to be kind of your own guide when it comes to, I mean, manifestors like to do their own thing anyways. So speak up for, on these things, but also listen, because when you listen, you're going to be able to go, oh, there's that willpower coming up. And if you're a projector, this is even more important. Um, your strategy is the way. And the strategy of a projector is to wait for the invitation to identify the right opportunity uh, before you start to kind of work on things, if you will. I always picture a projector being somebody that is like a general contractor building a house. And they're the ones that are managing all of the projects going on. They're managing the plumbing and the electricity and the landscaping and all of the permits and all of the things that go into building a house. And they can clearly see and manage who's doing what and when and how to make it better. And so for a projector, the strategy is the key for using their authority and especially as an ego authority because you've got to wait for the invitation to participate in something and it's got to be the right invitation so when you as a projector are initiating what'll happen is you're trying to act like a manifester and inform people and initiate stuff and what happens is you step into your not self theme which is bitterness you start to get a little bitter you start to get a little angry right that is your not self theme and it, all it does is wear you out. It just, you're exhausted. So stop initiating and start processing as a projector the right opportunities. Okay? And use your ego to make those decisions. Don't be afraid to ask yourself, hey, what's in this for me? Maybe don't ask the person that is sending the invitation. But ask yourself, what's in this for me? Is this going to make me happy? Is this... You know, is this, is, am, am I being led in this direction? Is this exactly where I want to be? You know, is, is it going to make me happy? Is it going to keep me moving in the right direction? Those are 100% questions that are totally fine because your willpower will lead the way. And if it's going to make you happy and if it's going to help you to stay on track and move in the right direction, you're going to have the willpower to match that. If it's not you're not going to have the motivation. It's going to feel like, oh, I got to, no offense to anybody that works in the dental field, but it might feel like, oh, I got to make that dentist appointment, which is probably a lot of us, no judgment, no hate, no shade, but there's probably very few people that enjoy going to the dentist. And so when you know that you need to make that dental appointment, there's a little bit there's a little bit of, of dread or, oh, I don't want to do that. Or, or almost any medical appointment, I guess, maybe. I don't know. 
Maybe that's just me, but watch your willpower because your willpower is going to lead the way with some of this, whether you're a manifester or a projector. Okay. Let's talk about the G center. Um, I think that the G center is really magical because it's all about direction. It is all about, um, I always think of like standing on your own two feet, being who you are, your identity, knowing what you bring to the table. That to me is like this is the G center, but a G center authority is typically only going to be found in projectors. Again, I have this love affair with projectors. I just, I wish I had your organizational skills. Y'all are magical people. Okay. If you are a projector and you have, uh, a G center authority, chances are you have an undefined ego, which means it's white, um, ego, solar plexus, sacral center, and splenic center. Those are all going to be white. And really the key with a, with a G center authority as a projector is to listen very carefully, uh, paying attention to how you feel when you're speaking about things, when you're interacting with people, when you're answering questions, you know, especially, I mean, all of this is about making decisions. So keep that in mind, but you've got to listen to yourself and how you feel when you're speaking about it. Stay away from analyzing or filtering it. Stay away from using logic. Stay away from any of those thought processes in our brain that, that we've been taught from the time we were little. If it, We need to get away from, oh, well, that makes sense. We just need to get away from that. Okay? So some questions, and this is kind of similar to, um, to an, the ego center. The ego center is really what's in it for me, and there's nothing wrong with that. Although we've been taught that the the ego is, you know, not always in your best interest. By the way, your ego is not good or bad, and a lot of times it's it's meant to to uh, make sure that you're safe. It's not a bad thing. Okay. All right. Anyways, some of the questions that you can ask yourself as a projector with a G center authority is: Is this going to make me happy? Is this helping me to move in the right direction? Very similar to the ego center that we just talked about. Um, is it going to move in the right direction? This is very, very, very accurate when it comes to the G center, because that is one of the main things the G center is energetically responsible for your direction. Will I be able to be my authentic self by doing this? You know, and I, none of this is about me. However, there are examples that come up and I feel like it's important that I share some of these examples with you as they come up. So I remember, uh, very early on into my my time with MLM, I remember feeling like I just wanted to do things differently. I just wanted to, you know, if everybody was doing things in this way, I wanted to go the other direction. I remember thinking very clearly from very early on that I wanted to do things differently, that I you know, I didn't want to do, I just wanted to be different. I just felt different. I wanted to do different types of meetings. I wanted to do different types of training. I wanted to teach people to think outside the box and to tap into their creativity instead of, you know, just kind of going through this checklist of running their MLM business. And I just remember thinking, God, I feel like I'm being stifled in this box. And now when I look back, because I have a G center that is defined, there is a specific way that I express my identity and my direction. And when I was trying to be put kind of in this box, multiple companies, multiple leaders over and over and over again, I realized that that was my G center that was like, 
what are you doing? You are not in the right direction. And I, my, my body and my energetically was just screaming. And it, it makes so much sense now when you understand yourself, you understand your chart and you go back, you know, but anyways, that's the G center. That's the, that's the G center authority. Um, one of the things that you can do if you are a projector with a, a G center authority is to talk with a few close, trusted, and non-judgmental friends within your circle. Okay. Uh, you can use this for their feedback. Of course, like you're not going to ask your friends for advice and not listen to them, especially if they're, they're literally your, your inner circle. However, for a projector with a G center authority, it's really important that you hear yourself in the explanation with your friends, take their advice, of course, but what you're really doing is acting as, um, you're, you're listening to your own advice as you are talking with your friends. So in your explanation, you're going to feel certain things in your body that are going to lead you in the right direction, right? So as you are, and here's, here's what I mean by that. If you are explaining, okay, here's, here's the decision that I need to make. And you're explaining it to your friends. And it's very, very clear. You can see the details. You can see the plan. You can see how all of the pieces go together. Go for it. That clear explanation is telling you something. And your friends are probably going to go, well, it sounds like you got it all worked out. I think that sounds really awesome. You should go for it. So those two are kind of in alignment. You know what I mean? If you are explaining things and it's vague and you can't figure out the details and you're confused and you're confusing your friends and your explanation of it, chances are that's probably a hard pass. So how you speak about these things is really important. And that kind of sounding board when it comes to your friends as a G-Center projector is really important. So listen to your delivery of the information around the decision and it'll, it'll guide you to where you need to be. I think this is a really, really cool authority because you have everything that you need in order to make that decision. And I think that's really cool. So that is the G center It again, or the, yeah, the G center authority. There it is. It's a mouthful. Next, we're going to talk about mental authority. And this is also for projectors. Projectors, I feel like you're getting a lot of love and I, I'm here for it. So mental authority happens with projectors. This is going to mean that your solar plexus, your sacral center, your spleen, your ego, and your G center are all open. It is very, very rare. It doesn't have anything to do with making decisions around logic, using logic. That makes sense. Any of those kinds of things. You still need to use your strategy and your authority. And as a projector, your strategy is to wait for the invitation. And then you go, you can use your authority to kind of filter through that to make the right decision. Your authority as a mental projector is going to bring you incredible wisdom, incredible wisdom. It's really important to be aligned within your G center. Okay. For example, um, when you are moving in the right direction, in the right environment, things are going to line up and you're going to feel really lit up. You're going to feel excited, as excited as a projector gets. When things are wrong, the environment is wrong, you know, the direction is wrong, 
your identity or how you're presenting yourself is wrong, you're going to feel very lost and broken. You're going to feel confused. You're going to feel like, what am I doing? I don't understand what is going on. That is your sign that you are are heading down the right direction when it or wrong direction, excuse me, when you are thinking about making a decision. So it's really important that you're aligned in your G center, right people, right area, right time, right environment. All of those things need to be in the right place for you to be super happy and making really aligned decisions. Um, you are going to want to have a close circle, a close circle of people, there you go, um, that you can trust to use as that sounding board. And it's really about you. Projectors have to hear themselves in order to guide themselves, whether they are a G center authority, a mental authority, it doesn't really matter. It's, projectors know the way they just have to speak it in order to hear their own words. I hope that makes sense. Uh, but they are very rare. Mental projectors are very rare, but they make incredible guides for sure. For sure. For sure. Last but not least, we have the lunar authority. And this is like the unicorn of unicorns of unicorns. This only is found in reflectors, which is like 1% of the entire population in the globe, in the world of the globe, in the world, you know what I'm saying. Their ent entire chart is white, meaning they kind of sample energy from other people, which is cool. And their authority is a lunar authority. So they have a really special relationship when it comes to the moon cycles and they need to make decisions with a waiting, I guess I should say, a full moon cycle. Now, does that mean that if two weeks into the new moon cycle or whatever, uh, they have clarity? Can they make a decision? Yeah, sure. But giving themselves the grace and the time to work with a full moon cycle before making decisions is really their authority. It, they need to be, if you're a reflector, hello, I want to talk to you, by the way. Um, don't allow outside influences to pressure you into making decisions quickly. That is the opposite of what you should be doing. It is going to take you out of alignment. It is going to take you into your not self theme, which is disappointment. Do not let other people pressure you into making decisions quickly just because it makes themselves more comfortable. Y'all hear me? Come on, somebody. All right. Do not allow outside influences, people, places, or things to pressure you into making decisions quickly. That's not what you are here to do. When you're using your strategy and authority properly as a reflector with a lunar authority, you're going to live a life that is full of surprises and joy. That's how you know that you're in alignment. The surprise part where you're like, oh, that is so cool. That is, that is unexpected in a really cool way. That is how you know that you are in alignment. You're seeking or you're not seeking. Through being in alignment and making the right decisions, you're going to have surprises and lots of joy. And I think that that is a beautiful thing. Instead of your not self theme as a reflector, which is um, disappointment. Nobody likes feeling disappointed. So if that's you and you're a reflector, it's time to get back on track, friend. It's time to literally go the other direction. Okay? Okay. Your open G center as a reflector, I think an open G center in general, it's really important. 
it's really important that you understand when the people, places, and things are right and when they're wrong. Because when they are wrong, it's going to have a negative impact on you. That could be physically, emotionally, spiritually, any of those things. It's going to have a negative impact. Your body is screaming at you that you're not in alignment, that you're going the wrong direction. When things are going right, again, you have the the joy and the the surprises. You're like, man, this is so cool. So really look at yourself. If you're a reflector, one, I need you to message me because sis, I have some questions. I have some questions for the 1% of human design charts and I want to know you. I want to ask you some questions. Okay. All right. All right. But anyways, um, you really are designed to work with the moon cycles and that's a beautiful thing. So please don't let anybody pressure you into to making a decision it's just, that's just not how you're designed to work. So those are the seven authorities. I feel like this was a really long podcast, but I really wanted to get all of these in one place. I hope that you have a little bit of understanding as far as how you work. If you have an interest in us working together, maybe you want to schedule a one-on-one -on -one Zoom and we can go through your chart and I can explain some of the things in depth based on your chart. You can click the link in my show notes and it takes you to everything. There's a link there to join my free Facebook community. There's a link there to join my text community. There is a link there to grab your human design report where I can put together your custom video and your eight to 10 page report rather than a bunch of information in language that you can't understand. When I started this human design business, the goal was plain language and people able to understand themselves, make decisions that are in alignment without feeling textbooky. I don't even know if that's a word, but that's that's the word that I used. So that is my goal. That is my purpose. And I'm really excited that you guys made it all the way through this. If you have any questions, let me know. If you have any ahas, let me know. And if you would do me a favor and leave me a five-star review, I really want to start highlighting some of you beautiful humans that leave me a review. I want to feature you on the next episode, which will be out next Thursday. So I love you guys. I hope you have a great day. Go use your strategy and your authority. Stand in your truth. Stand in who you are and make those aligned decisions. I'm so super proud of you and I'll talk to you in the next episode.